they told you wear a mask and wear gloves and you say let's go to that place let's go let's go dad without a dad production hey everybody and welcome my name is jose jose de la roca and you guys are listening to dad without a dad that is dad without a dad and i want to give an official welcome to all of you to our brand new studios and when i mean brand new studios it's the same setup it's just in a different place uh my family and i moved we moved from our studios in san gabriel california to our studios in claremont california Claremont, California is about 25 miles from San Gabriel, California. And 25 miles in the UK is probably like, oh my goodness, what are you doing? You're going to another country. You're going to uh, Welsh or something like that. Wales, yeah, or, or Scotland, you know, yeah. whatever. But, you know, so welcome to our two-bedroom apartment uh, home studio. And with me is always Andy, the one and only Andy, the one that they told him not to go to this place because you got to wear a mask and you got to wear gloves. And he said, hell yeah, let's go back. But you know what? It's been two weeks since we talked last time and you're yep. fine. So everything's good. Yep. Welcome. Everything's Andy. cool. No problems. Uh, everyone feels fine. Everyone feels happy. So, yeah. Jose, we, we so uh, a little peek behind the curtain, we record this. Me and Jose can both see each other's faces. And looking at the new backdrop of your new place is, uh, is good, man. It's really, really good. It's very bright. Uh, it wakes me up uh, just by looking at it, which is good. So, uh, I mean, we're recording. And like you know, I'm an audio freak. So this apartment is basically... How do you, since you are the Englishman, and meaning like not only you're from England, but your English is better because it is yeah. your native language and not mine. How do you yep. describe this type of house? So it's it's a two-bedroom apartment. It's a really nice place. Uh, and people keep saying it's fancy. By the way, it is fancy. It doesn't mean I am uh, making more money. It's not true. Uh, I actually don't have a car anymore. And nowadays, like you guys know, I'm I'm a hustler. So I was hustling for good prices, and I found a really good price. And I hustled a little bit more, and I got a good, um, you know, you know, deal. So don't think I'm making more money. I'm actually making less. So we'll talk about that later on. But how would you describe this ceiling type? Uh, high. I think is how I would describe it. It's uh, it's nice and light. It's airy. Uh, what other adjectives can I throw in there? Um, it's uh, uh, it's just big. It's, <laughs> it's a, big. It, you can breathe. It's a room that you can breathe in. It's a big. It, and it's since it's so big, and we had a little one bedroom apartment. My son now finally, like any other normal family, finally he has his own room. It took us almost five years for him to have his own room uh and but the thing that i kind of don't like i mean i love this place but purposely for me as a audio guy it's very echoish like super echoish like it's mm. so big and and tall and wide it sounds like i'm in a warehouse so if anybody hears the echo i apologize and actually i was going to we have a walk-in closet in our room right and um, 
one, my girlfriend wanted to throw my studio in there because she wanted to, she's uh, the home decorator now, and <laughs> she wanted to throw my studio in the room, in the little closet, right? And I was like, no, because I need to, not that I work from home, uh, I need to work here because my son also wakes up and he uh, starts watching a little bit of TV in the mornings and then we make breakfast. So I need to be present for him to be around, right? If I go to the walk-in closet, he will be like in the living room by himself and I I couldn't be working peacefully and everything because as you guys know, I'm an overly protective dad and I need to know what everything he's doing at the moment. So so how has the how has the additional room or him having his own room changed things? Like it was it like an overnight change or like how has he how's he dealt with it? So uh, <laughs> uh because we didn't have so we've been, you know, sleeping together, not in the same beds. He had a big crib, like a super big one. And like people know that he's actually my son. So he's super tiny. So he never had his own room. And now that uh, we're upgrading and he finally had his own room, he didn't have his own bed and mattress. So we had to order that. And it took a little bit longer than we expected. And my brother was uh, the one who actually bought his bed frame, which is a really nice one. Thank you, brother. Um, So the first five days he had to sleep with us. And my son is one of those crazy ones. You know, I don't know. Any parent has one of those that you put him to sleep in one side and he wakes up in the other side. And then he likes to push and kick and everything. So as you can see, the couch to my left was the destination for one of us every night. So, for example, we have a big bed. It's a uh, queen. Uh, But he takes like most of it. So (laughs) we decided to each sleep in the couch one day so my girlfriend whenever he she had to go to work she would sleep in the in the couch and whenever she didn't have to go to sleep I mean go to work I would sleep in the couch but he finally had his room his mattress came in from Costco really nice mattress we got on special and the second day he pee on it have you ever wondered how can you start a podcast well I have been in the streaming and radio broadcast industry for about 15 years, and I share with you all my secrets in my brand new book. My book is called Start Podcasting, The Secrets of a Radio Broadcast Engineer, and it's only $2.99. It's available on Amazon, Kindle, iBooks, or on my website, josedelarroca.com. For only $2.99, you will learn all my secrets about podcasting, from starting a podcast, my home studios, and even marketing. I recorded this commercial in my home studio, and you can learn what I use in my brand new book, only $2.99. So go get a copy of my brand new book, Start Podcasting, The Secrets of a Radio Broadcast Engineer, only $2.99, available on Amazon, iBooks, Kindle, and much, much more. Start Podcasting, The Secrets of a Radio Engineer, only $2.99, available on Amazon, iBooks, or on my website, josedelarroca.com. (laughs) how did that go down (laughs) so brand new mattress and second day he pees on it uh so what happened is that i think uh he's not used to it right i'm pretty sure he's not used to sleeping in his own room uh let alone and also like now that we live in this nice apartment we have um crazy um uh ac so it's in how do you call indoor AC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we really can't really control it because before we had the one on the wall 
and the one in the living room. And then we were able to kind of control it and see where it was going. So I think what happened that night is that, and by the way, he doesn't pee the bed that often. He, in five yeah. years, I think he has done it like four times. Uh, but I think he was nervous and then he said he was cold. But it was co- it was kind of funny and not funny that he just had a brand new mattress, brand new bed, and out of nowhere, he peed. So I was like, hey, welcome to the... <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, you can kind of understand it though, right? Like you can get into his headspace a little bit and think, like, okay, he's in a new place. He's he's not, you know, he's in a new room. He feels entirely separate. Maybe there's a tiny bit of subconscious anxiety there. There, like, I don't know. Oh, I would have peed like without a <laughs> without a room. <laughs> I've been peeing myself this whole time. Until I was telling Andy before that uh, we uh, we started recording that. Uh, it's been very stressful because I'm a paranoid and, um, you know, moving, especially with what's happening, I thought I had, like, <laughs> the virus every five seconds, and I still do, but oh, I totally understand what he was going through. Poor guy. I mean, I didn't get, like, I'm, hopefully he never hears this episode, right? Because he would be like, what a dick you are. And I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> but no, I totally understand him. Nobody, none of us got mad. Uh, we understand it. And by the way, he only pee a little bit, so it was not even on the on the mattress. It was just on the sheets and stuff like that. That's and then nice. now we had to get used to. We have our own dryer and and um, washer here, but I'm used to, you know, the the company ones, like the ones that you yeah. go to the apartment. And yeah, this ones, the ones, this ones are so tiny. And then one day I decided to put what I used to put because I'm like, this is bullshit. This, these are brand new ones. They, sh- they shoot. And it just made a mess. And it took four hours to to dry because it came out super. It's, we're just trying to adapt. But how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Nice and well. Uh, trip to Fulton's Park didn't lead to COVID, which is great, <laughs> uh, which I'm very happy about. Um, so much that we went back. Uh, but we'll, we might get into that. Um, work's good. Uh, sun's good. He's uh, he's his nap is slowly disappearing from his daily routine, which basically throws his night routine into into disarray. Basically, like there's some nights where we put him down for seven and like he won't actually start sleeping until nine and things like that. He'll wake up at like seven in the morning, six in the morning, nine in the morning. Like it's all over the place at the moment, but it's just he's trying to adapt to, you know, not necessarily needing a nap anymore. Um because apparently this is this is when it happens. It happens to an half to three years old, which is what he's at. And you're supposed to let them lead, which is kind of what we're doing. Um, this having a little bit of impact on our sleep. But to be honest, we've we've had it good. Like we've had it good for the past month. He's been sleeping amazing, um, and like he's awesome. Uh, like he he wants to read books, like after he wakes up from his nap now, and he wants to read books basically before he goes to bed. He's eating everything we put in front of him. He's having a good time. He's like forming meaningful social relationships with people as well. Uh, they can actually remember their names, which is better than me at some points because I bloody struggle with people's names. Um, so, yeah, everything's going really, really well. Uh, obviously, the world's in massive disarray, but at least in, in, in our clan, in our local area, things are, things are going good. Hey, how yeah. does that work? Like, isn't it... Um... Isn't he still going to nursery? Yeah, he's still going to nursery. Um, they don't put him to sleep they, there? They, 
so they have something like called um, protective social bubbles. So basically, he'll he'll just see the same people. So he'll be looked after by the same uh, staff. He'll see a very small number of uh, of children in like their local bubble, and then they'll only see children who are in within that bubble. Um, but uh, in the UK, man, like things are getting better. Um, you know, like we. No, but uh, they don't put him to sleep anymore. Because uh, here, uh, oh, by the, uh, uh, here, what it used to be, I don't. Right now, it's summer session, yeah. so my girlfriend is she's back to work, and then she, right. they're doing the same thing as uh, as you said. Uh, they're not even letting the parents go in. They take the temperature. Mm. Um, there's only a certain amount of people. Uh, they reduce the staff. Nobody goes. You know, it's the same seven, eight uh, kids, and she's in charge of the. Uh, three to four year olds and um so everything that you said is the same thing here but what i mean is like don't they nap with you guys don't they, they put them to sleep like at 12 or two three yeah they do they do so basically the way that it works is that um they'll put him down at like 12 and then they'll give him like 20 minutes and then if you can't nap then they'll just get him straight back up um and you know they'll do the techniques that they are right so you know it'll be He's a social sleeper, which is like a stupidest thing to say ever. So it means that if there's like more than five kids in a room trying to get to sleep, so they all have like their little like um, tiny, what would you call them? Like basically they're they're on the floor. They're like spongy mattresses things, but they're not. Um, and like sleeping sleeping bags. Um, yeah, it's like a thin uh, mattress, and you yeah, have like to take your really own covers, thin. and then they put them on the on the floor, basically. And then, you yeah. know, the the teachers will come and be like, start like, okay, go to sleep. Yeah, that's it. That's hundred percent it. Uh, or they'll sing a song sometimes, or they'll just go, please go to sleep. You please go to sleep. I need to check my Instagram. Please go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Like, stop kicking that kid next to you. Please go to sleep. Uh, and then basically if they're like, no, no, no. And if it gets to a point where they're starting to disrupt where the other kids are at as well, right? Because obviously there's a room. There's, let's say there's six of them. I don't know how many there are. But six to ten of them and they're all trying to sleep and there's one dick that's not. Then you get that kid out there as quick as you can. Um, and I think he's, but he's fine with it. Like his behavior doesn't suffer there. Um, but what's really interesting is that his behavior does suffer with us, which we're kind of okay with if he doesn't have a nap. Um, because Wait, so ultimately how does, he feels uh, secure. Right? Do you think he is doing it because he knows it's you guys then? Because if he's able to nap with them, shouldn't he be able to nap with you guys? He probably he's knows really... that he's like, ha I got these two fools. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he definitely does. And I think he definitely knows that. It, it's really hard to know, man. Like, I think some days... Like you must have it with your son. Like some days where you're just like, he's not going to sleep. Like, and you've done everything, right? Like you've taken them out. They've gone to the park or whatever. They've run around loads. And you've done activities with them, like intellectually and physically uh, stimulated them. And then still, they just don't sleep. It's just weird. Um, well, you want me so, to tell you a couple? Well, I don't know if, because your son is a little too young for this. But <laughs> so my son is having, you know, I don't want to play by myself issues or he, yeah. he, my son is more of a human than more of a person than, than yours, right? Yeah. Yours is still yeah. two and he's still trying to figure out things and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So mine now is like very like, 
human person like. So some, I'm like such a like I try to do everything for him. I put everything apart. I mean, you name it. But I know how to fuck with them too. So like he 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 thinks he could play us, but nah, cause you know I grew up on the streets. I know how to play people. So <laughs> it's like for example, I think uh, I want to say last week. So because we were struggling to sleep, uh, my girlfriend had a. Uh, uh, hard time you know going to sleep and uh, i could see on her face that she needed to take a nap yeah and then um he didn't want to play with me so i was like why don't you take a nap with mom and he's like i don't want to take a nap and then i said why not like you should take a nap and he's like no and i'm like how about this either you take a nap or play by yourself and he's like "Ah, yeah i need a nap right now so he went and took a nap so he tries to play it us and then there's times that i'm like no little fool i'm here like uh no <laughs> but he <laughs> does has me like like i'll i'll be a dick when you know for him like a little bit and for him to do what he's supposed to do and then yeah. later on i feel bad and i'll be like hey you want to go have some uh k-pops uh starbucks i'll treat you and we could play outside and i'm sorry <laughs> i'm such a dick <laughs> yeah i get that as well i get that like 30 minute guilt cycle which is like ah oh, guy's being a dick why is he not sleeping or why is he doing this or why is he doing that and then 30 minutes later i'm like oh do you want to do this do you want pancakes or do you want to go down the park or hey i'll make some popcorn for you man if you want like i think it's yeah it's it's good to have that guilt i think i think the other thing with um with him is it's just like it's just he's figuring out how to manipulate people and he it, and he's good at it uh like i think every two-year-old is really um, so like a, a perfect example of mine would be he is being a nightmare at brushing his teeth now. Like, and obviously we do it all for him, right? All he has to do is literally just open his mouth and go, oh, and then wait 20 seconds and then we'll do all the hardware for him. Um, but basically he's get to a point now where he just doesn't want to do that. Um, and we usually do it like during bath time or right at the beginning of the day after he has breakfast. Um, and now it's gotten to the point where <laughs> we have to basically bribe him with something afterwards. And it's we've got these like these jelly bean things that are like they're tiny. They've got like zero sugar in them. Like they're nothing. Um, but we have to now he'll basically say, oh, I'm not brushing my teeth. And he'll wait for us to say, um, I'll give you a jelly bean. And then you can do it. And then he's like, oh, OK, yeah. And then he does it and he's fine. But he started like biting the toothbrush. Like these things are expensive, right? Like They're like kids toothbrushes. They're like three dollars, four quid or whatever. Um so yeah, it's, it's oh hard. man, he really got you guys bad. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, our son has us, but even that, he he needs a jelly bean for to, <laughs> to brush his teeth. teeth. But we, he'll forget. So if there's like a few nights where that doesn't happen, he'll forget. But at the moment, that's what we're having to put up with. Yeah, unfortunately, we'll, he's we'll such it. a small person. Like I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be such a dick that I'll be like. Okay, I'll give you a jelly bean if you open your mouth and brush your teeth. And then when he comes back and asks for it, I'll be like, well, I didn't say when. <laughs> <laughs> Need like a written contract to get a jelly bean out of Jose. <laughs> I'll be like, I didn't say when. I'll give it to you tomorrow. How about that? Like, well, when know. was it like? But I'm always, I'm very, like, I get in trouble sometimes. For example, yesterday, right? Um, my girlfriend went and got uh, uh, Chinese 
on Thursday. So yesterday was leftover Friday. And I'm like, okay, we need to finish our, our food and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, she cut some um, uh, watermelon. And the watermelon was really good. And then I asked my son, hey, you want to take a, uh, you want to have a uh, snack with me? He's like, yeah. And then I gave him choices. We always give him choices, which as a no-no too, right? Sometimes you just got to tell him this is what it is. And anyways, so I'm like, what do you want to have? Fried rice, which I kind of knew he didn't like it because he didn't eat it that well the first time. And I'm like, you want to have uh, fried rice that we need to eat or you want to have watermelon? And that fool said, fried rice. I was like, are you sure you want fried rice? I'm, and he's like, yeah. I'm like, all right. And then I'm like, I'm, you know, warming up the fried rice. And even myself, I'm thinking I shouldn't be eating fried rice either because it's so bad. And anyways, sure. we get a, she paid for this food. Let's just eat it. And I'm like, all right. And then I felt bad. I'm like, you know what? Like he could have this naked or uh, do you guys have those naked juices over there? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, cause they're expensive. One of those little fuckers are like two bucks. So I'm like, you know what? He could have one of those juices because he's going to eat something that he doesn't want. And then uh, I gave him the juice and I'm like, you could drink this while you eat your fried rice. And I start eating the fried rice and then he starts drinking that thing. And I'm like, you better eat your fried rice. And then he looks at the fried rice with this look like, oh, my God. You know, like, <laughs> and then he. Uh, unfortunately, this is a podcast, but he he like you could see me, but he opens his mouth, gets a little fried rice and he eats one little rice and then he shakes his body like <laughs> and then i'm like looking at him and i'm like jesus christ and then he drinks another and i'm like and then i'm like eat your rice and he eats more and then he makes this face like something happened to him he shakes his body and i'm like hey do you want the rice and he's like yeah 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 and i'm like no this fucker just wants to eat the rice so he could drink the juice and then I said, do you really want that rice? I gave you a choice. Do you want the watermelon or the fried rice? You said you wanted fried rice. Later on, I told you you could have the orange juice. And uh, the juice, it's, it's actually, it was a blueberry something, really nice juice. Um, and then he's like, no, I'm going to eat the fried rice. And I'm like, how about this? You don't have the juice anymore. You cannot drink the juice anymore. You're done with the juice. I'm taking it away from you. Do you still want to eat the fried rice? He's like, nope. And I'm like, well, that's what I'm talking about. You're eating something that is making you disgust just yeah. so you could drink that juice. That's not acceptable, I told him. That is not acceptable. I gave you a choice from the beginning. You could have nice, juicy, sweet watermelon, but you chose. So I kind of got mad, and I said, you know what? You're not having this juice anymore, but if you want to have another you know thing of food you could have it what do you want he's like yogurt okay because we have the greek the really you know healthy yeah. yogurt so i'm getting yogurt and we gave him some bananas but the point was like i became a dick and i'm like nah this is bullshit like yeah. in a way that you shouldn't be eating something because you want to have something else so even though my girlfriend she's like no he's supposed to eat that right now and i'm <laughs> like well uh, <laughs> I think a banana and good, you know, yogurt is better than fried rice. So yeah, I'll let that one slip. I don't know. I think I, I definitely have that. I think it's um, the tricky things with like 
two-year-olds is that if you give them a choice they just love having a choice and like you build it into the routine um but obviously as they get older you have to do way more mental gymnastics than that you have to like <laughs> you know like this thing's bad i don't want him to take this one how do i like skew the the, the deal in my favor you know what i mean it's 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 way more subtle i think but um yeah i i think what i've learned is like i need more i need more thinking time to figure out the devious way to do things so an example of that would be let's say he's just woken up for a nap or whatever and i need to give him lunch um i need to have some time to figure out how i can give him something and bypass like the treat cupboard or whatever right like i need to like bypass that shit so the only way that i can really do that is by basically building in another step for the food um preparation stage for him and like me going okay what do you want x or do you want y so i need to like mentally figure that out i need more time and the way that i've done that is i basically kind of taught him to go get his own cutlery so like i'll say right okay we're having food now he's like oh, okay because obviously usually he does finger food stuff right uh, but he knows if it's cutlery then it'll be a cooked meal and he needs to use the cutlery so now we've got like two basically um like plastic cups full of like plastic cutlery that he can use of all different colors and different sizes and stuff. And basically he spends a good two to three minutes like picking out what knife he'd want, what fork he'd want, what spoon he'd want. And that gives me enough time to figure out, right, okay, we've got X left and, but Y thing is super expensive and I'm probably going to give that to nursery to give to him tomorrow. So I need him to have the X thing, but I need to have two opportunities to like give him uh, the stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. Like it's, um, it's it's hard it's hard to be devious i think and i think the 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 thing that we're struggling right now is that i'm a health nut right especially yeah. now um so but my girlfriend wants him to eat meals right and i'm such a like crazy that i'm focusing on health more than meals so if i want my son to have fried rice or just bananas, I will always choose the bananas, right? Even though it's not a meal, right? And you're supposed yeah. to have kids have meals because you want to have them become more of a person. Like every person should have three meals and stuff like that. But I'm such a health nut that I'll be like, I prefer to have, to have snacks every two hours, but as long as they're healthy snacks, I'm fine with it. And she's yeah. like, no, he's supposed to have fried rice and broccoli and this three times a day so we're kind of juggling who is right and who is not right right now <laughs> <laughs> and that's another thing as well right like kids can pick up on that stuff as well like they know probably they can anticipate or at least have an inkling of of what the parental relationship is like between you two at that point like are you driving are you not driving who had the last power struggle win and who didn't and like should i side with mommy or should i side with daddy on this like it's that one's a tough one as well. You definitely have days, and I'm sure you do as well, like days where like my son's just like, mummy's the favorite today. Like, whatever, daddy can kind of go away, piss off, whatever. Like, oh, no. mummy's going to do everything for me today. Here, if my girlfriend is here, it's the total favorite. Like, not even, like, a choice. It's like, mummy, 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 and nobody else. It's like, and then, unless I'm by myself, then he will show me love, but... Yeah, my girlfriend's here. Yeah, I could go fuck off and he doesn't care. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 
unless he's got no one to play with. And then Jose. Exactly. And I'm like, oh, here, you could give me a hug. And yeah, you could give me a kiss. All right. <laughs> now, let me ask you, what, what do you guys, is there a thing that you are making him eat? Like eggs? Or is there such a thing in England that you guys, do you guys cook beans? Because I know beans are good yeah. for kids, eggs and stuff like that. Do you guys do that? Do you guys have to? So we have. What, so what I, I so I like to do curries, spaghetti bolognese, pasta, stuff like that. Um, oh, I thought your like, butler used to do that. <laughs> Dude, I am the butler. What are you talking about? I have to I have to learn together. Um, you will be. And like so, so what we tend to give him is like um uh is like leftovers that we've had that I know that are good. So the great thing with like a lot of kids' meals is that if you just do really thick sauce, they'll get vegetables without even kind of knowing it for like pasta and stuff like that, which is good. Um, but it's really annoying once you've made something for them and they don't want to eat it. That's literally the worst feeling in the world always. And it's like a mixture of like anger and frustration, um, which is, and, and a little bit of sadness as well. Um, <laughs> so we've got that. And then uh, we've also, we get these these ready meals as well, which are like um, basically they're, they're, you know, like chicken pot pie or chicken um, vegetable other stuff uh, that we have as kind of like a backup. And then on top of that, we've just got beans, <laughs> like just fucking baked beans. So if he's, if he's not eating anything, like literally he's like, all he wants is snacks and sweet things or whatever. Um, basically, we'll just put some some like some baked beans in front of him. So like no low sugar uh, baked beans that are like Heinz or whatever, uh, and he usually wolf those down. And we've like we've thought of a few other techniques as well, which are like we've got these Rivita thin biscuit things, which are like basically they're crackers, right? But they're Rivita, so they they don't they've got like hardly any calories in them. And sometimes with him, it's like just giving him something that he knows that he likes kind of like unlocks the hunger door within him, if you like. And then you can start maybe putting things in there that are a bit more out of his comfort zone. Um, but yeah, what's the thing that we're trying to just, it's not really, I guess it's just vegetables, I guess, man, like any sort of green stuff. Um, he hates meat of any sort. Like literally will get like a, let's say I do a, a chicken curry or something, right? Like a chicken curry, uh, let's say a chicken korma. So it's coconutty, it's rich, it's creamy. And like if I put any chicken in there, he'll basically eat around it and just won't eat any of the chicken, um, which is not a problem. But obviously chicken's really good for you. There's lots of nutrients in chicken. Um, Every so, time yeah. you talk about food and how delicious stuff it is and how you make curry and here, tell me again all the stuff that you cook. So, <laughs> so it's really funny how you say that my wife did, um, she, she's doing this shopping at the moment, uh, and she did get me some quesadillas. So we'll be doing quesadillas later this week as well. Uh, so tell me uh, everything that you cook for you, son. <laughs> so we do fajitas, we do quesadillas, uh, What's the other ones? We do burritos. Uh, we do chicken curries. <laughs> we do <laughs> loads of stuff. <laughs> Lots of beans. Beans and cheese is, is always the secret to everything. Um, yeah. <laughs> he can't handle a tortilla though, man. Like, he just can't. Like, it, it's just the most. If you give him a filled tortilla of anything, 
he'll just take all the stuff out and just leave the tortilla. Which Every is time just... you, you talk about your food, I feel like I need to have a background for you to be like, Chef Andy's here. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, talking about Chef Andy, look at his shirt. Can you tell people what you're wearing? Oh, my God. Uh, I am wearing a Andy's frozen custard T-shirt, um, which is not a sex thing, which someone, someone said to me the other day when I wore this T-shirt. Um, it is Andy's frozen custard is based in like... Uh, where are they based? They're based in America somewhere. I don't even know where. Uh, it was uh, some of the my wife got me. Um, and basically, frozen custard is like, it's a it's a delicious treat. If you Google Andy's frozen custard, um, they've got loads of really cool stuff. They haven't sponsored the show or anything. Uh, they just do good stuff. Uh, but they can't send it overseas. Uh, but if you want to get some merchandise, they're really nice. I can attest to that. <laughs> yeah, because it says Andy's. Yeah. Wait, so your son doesn't like bread? Because over here, oh, my son, uh, anything bread, like pita yeah. bread, tortilla, anything flour-based, I guess. Or like, uh, yeah, anything flour-based, this fool is yeah. like addicted to it. Like, we could be like, you want beans? And he's like, no. How about we put it inside a tortilla? He's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he, the only thing that he likes is literally sliced bread um like you get a loaf and slice it um or it's pre-sliced or whatever and bagels bagels he loves for some reason don't know why i think with bagels it's because obviously they've got like a, a thick crust on them and you can like lather on like you know um butter and marmite and like it all absorbs it into like a <laughs> into like a kind of a flavor explosion thing and when you bite into it just all the juices go out so i think that's why but like tortillas Nope. Pitters, nope. Uh, which is really weird. But I, I'm hoping that the more we experiment with that with him, he'll get it. But he's just all the times we've given him, like I remember giving him um, an enchilada uh, with like uh, some beans in and chicken and uh, some peppers. Like he'll just open it up and basically just take all the stuff out, which is great because he's still eating it. And he's not, But he's just not eating the tortilla, which is just a bit like, Dude, that's literally the best part. Like, what are you doing? Wait, doing uh, do you guys have like a English bread? Like, is there something like English bread? Oh, I hate this echo, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I mean, I guess we, nah, not really, man. I mean, they're the same sort of bread that you get in the US, really. Um, I guess with ours, like the artisanal stuff would be more like, I don't know, you get, you go to a baker if you like, and you'd get seeded bread. So it'd be bread that's got like loads of seeds in it and, and seeds on top of it and stuff. That's kind of like, I think that's the poshest stuff we've got. I don't think there's anything fancier than that. I mean, to be honest, all the good stuff that we get in our food shops is usually stolen from other places anyway. So uh, like if you go to a bakery, they'll just do you baguettes and stuff like that, which is fine. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, you guys are kind of known for stealing stuff. Anyways. Yeah, exactly. So. And by the way, I was playing at Salsa, which is not really Mexican-based. So I just wanted to throw that cultural thing for you. Next time I play some Mexican music, yeah, you could talk about tortillas. <laughs> 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 just give a shout-out to all my uh, Latinos uh, over there. And, you know, not because Andy doesn't know, but I'm giving him a little cultural. Salsa is more for, uh, you know, the islands, like Dominican... Yeah. you know central america and so we don't know about tacos you know enchiladas that's very mexican like type 
But, you know, it, yeah. this is the culture moment for me, exactly. too. Andy with his Andy shirt. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Out of the doorway, the bullets rip. Repeat to the sound of the beat. Oops. This is live, live recording of Andy's jokes. And even though racing was not, you know, live, but now it is, we always had Andy's jokes. And the way that Andy's jokes work is that Andy tells a joke. It could be a good joke or it could be a bad joke. That is up to you. But since we're sponsored by Sober Industries, Sober Industries, they're based in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, Andy has to tell a bad joke. And don't worry. He's going to try to give us a good joke, but I'm pretty sure we'll end up satisfying or sponsor Sober Industries and Pittsburgh. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Portsmouth. <laughs> Dude, how many shows are we in? <laughs> well, let's see if he could beat me. My, me? Uh, never mind. Take it away, in. <laughs> so... All the way live from Portsmouth. <laughs> this is Andy's jokes. <laughs> Just one this week. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. <clears throat> uh, there's a few other um, South American cuisine that we do that I also left out, but we'll, we'll get to that after the second. Um, <laughs> okay. One joke this week. It's a quick one, uh, but it is a good one, I believe. I hope. Uh, <clears throat> okay, just gotta get ready for this one because you won't be laughed before I, <laughs> I told the correct yeah. So um, yeah, I need to uh, compose. Right. <clears throat> Why did the can crusher quit his job? Uh, um. Let me say it again. Why did the can crusher quit his job? Because there was another open position. No, it's not bad. Uh, so, so it was why did why did the can crusher quit his job? Uh, because it was so depressing. Ah, uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, I had we had this book uh, that we got from my niece, and it's about dinosaurs, and they have like riddles, and man, so many bad ones and like there was one is like why can a dinosaur sleep oh how do you call that dinosaur that can't sleep is like um it's norosaurus or something like that it was bad <laughs> it was as bad as my diction and my trying to make a joke anyways this segment was brought you by sponsor a uh, sponsor you see <laughs> <laughs> I think the whole joke of this segment was me. Am I trying to sound like English or whatever? Anyways. <laughs> uh, so we were going to talk about marketing and sports because uh, one, marketing, we have a marketing genius here, is Andy, and I'm trying to market myself. But I want to throw a curveball too. 
Andy and everybody else. And I want to talk about something that, you know, is going to hit people. And if you don't want to hear this, if you don't want to hear the truth, you may, you know, forward this about five to 10 minutes when we start talking about marketing and sports because marketing is here and we need help, especially from Mandy and sports are back and we're going to be talking about sports. So, um, last week, uh, I know somebody and that person was very sad and it was uh, a sad moment because the person had some bad news. The person, uh, one of her friends, one of his friends, uh, called them to say that her uh, husband had passed away. And uh, this person's day got ruined and it was very depressed. And uh, it, it looked like it sounded and I heard all this stuff that the person was saying and, you know, going through. And then I, I asked my friend and then uh, that person said how, you know, devastated the, he was and how his whole day has been ruined. And I asked him what happened. He said that his friend called saying that her husband had passed away. And it's a very hard thing to hear. But the way the person was uh, acting sounded like her own mother passed away. Hmm. And the dickish of me, kind of got a little bit angry because the person passed away due to some health issues and stuff like that. And even though this person didn't have a really, really close relationship with the person who died, and it's a sad thing, I was kind of mad. And the reason I was mad is because this person uh, never changes. This person, I'm always trying to make him to eat better. Uh, to exercise, to uh, be better in many other ways. And the person gets mad when I do that, when I say that. But yet here, the person was devastated for somebody's death that really, really didn't know them. And I know this may sound like a thick move and stuff like that, but I lectured the person because I kind of got mad and I told the person, I was like, don't cry for the death. Your tears are not going to bring the person back. Instead, learn from the dead. The person who unfortunately passed away probably has some health issues and stuff like that. So whenever I tell you to eat better, exercise, read, clear your mind, become a better person, go to school, do this, improve yourself. I'm always trying to say it because I want you to be a better person at the moment for your family, for everybody else. The way that the person was reacting for somebody else's death seemed like it was just changing his whole day, his whole life. Mm. And I understand that, but at the same time, I was mad that that person was taking it that hard at the moment and I'm pretty sure that in a week or so it will pass away but we shouldn't take death 
like that. We should take it in a way that we should learn. And if we really want to cry and feel bad and have that day change and change everybody's day because of how we are reacting, instead of that, we should learn and change every single day. And what I'm trying to say is that people right now are dying and it's not an easy thing to do and it's unfortunately and stuff like that. But it gets me mad that people's lives are being changed, but they're not going to change. Hmm. Whenever I tell people, eat better, exercise, read, take a class, become better, it's not because I'm lecturing them. It's not because I think I'm better than myself. It's not because I'm doing it and they should be doing it. It's because at any point we could die. And if nobody understands this and if it's hurting you by me saying that you shouldn't cry for somebody that you knew or barely knew and you think I'm a dick, it's okay because you're missing the point. What I'm trying to say is that the reason I exercise, I try to eat better, I try to read, I try to create, I try to improve myself. It's not because I want to be a celebrity or anything. It's because I have a son to take care of. And by me, exercising, eating better, is going to give me a better chance to survive a virus that could hit me. Mm. And like my friend who has a podcast and he his name is Keith and he's been in the podcast a lot. He had a show a couple of days ago and he was screaming on the mic telling people to get off from his podcast if they didn't understand the same subject that I'm trying to say. And he's right because we need to take advantage of what we have and we need to give it all. We have to give it all. And by meaning giving it all is try your best, exercise, eat better, be healthy. And if you don't want to do it for yourself, for your own, for, because you love yourself, do it for your kids. Do it for your family that are going to miss you. And if somebody didn't take care of themselves and unfortunately passed away, then instead of crying, learn from that person. Learn from that and try to be better. Because you know what? Like, if we don't take care of ourselves, if somebody is having health issues, then go into your mind and say, hey, if I change my diet, if I change the way I live, if I change something that I do, can my disease go away? And probably the answer would be yes. If you have diabetes, stop with the sugar. Mm. If you have something, try to understand what you have and how you could change it. There's so many stories out there that people had cancer. And it's because they were super stressed. They were not eating well. And then they literally completed, changed their life 360 and they cured themselves. It's no magic there. The answer is we have them. And if it's hurting you right now for you guys to listen to this, it's because maybe it's the truth. And let me tell you, I have a lot of issues and I'm trying to change them. I stress a lot. I'm not patient. I don't focus. And guess what? I know that I'm trying to change. And I tell my son, hey, relax. You need to focus. And I even I'm always truth with him. 
because I don't want you to be like me when I, when you're my age. You need to change right now because I know my mistakes and I know what I'm doing wrong. I'm trying to change. So the whole point of this story is that instead of crying for somebody that you really didn't know and changing the whole perspective of everybody's world around you and making it seem like you're crying, you're crying because something that's happening to you, there's no way that you could change the outcome that happened already. But I got mad is because I'm always telling the person, hey, eat better. Hey, exercise. Let's read. Let's improve ourselves. If you don't like your job, let's change it or look for a better job. If you don't um, are making enough money, then go into the room, get a pen and a paper and be like, how can I make more money? Analyze yourself. And don't if you don't want to do it because you love yourself and you want to be better, then do it for your kids. Andy, my son needs me. And he needs me to be here at least when he's 18. So when I exercise, I'm actually looking better now. I look really ripped and stuff like that. But I'm not doing it because I want to show it off to anybody. I actually can't even go to a beach. I don't want to go to the beach. I don't want to get. But I'm doing it because I want to be healthy. Yeah. I do those choices because I want to be healthy. I want to be here. I want to be present because I cannot leave my son alone in this world. When I read, it's because I want to have knowledge. When I do a project, it's because I want to change. I want to exercise my brain, exercise my body. I want my body to reflect my brain. And if this hurting people, if this is hurting you at the moment that you're listening to this, think about what I'm saying. Not because don't think about me going off on somebody that is crying. Think about me going off on somebody that doesn't want to change. And I've been trying to change him. And they're crying for somebody who unfortunately passed away because didn't want to change and yeah the disease is fucked up right now but guess what i don't want to see anybody right now because i don't want them to bring me a disease Mm. because if you guys are going and looking at your people and stuff like that and then you pass it to your your aunt and your aunt passes it to your grandpa and that grandpa passes away there's a sequence that happened and somebody was careless and what I mean is, like, right now, here in the California, there's a lot of people dying, man. And I always tell people, how about I don't see you for six months, but then I could see you for the rest of my life? Or how about we see each other right now and somebody could pass away in a month or two? And everybody's different, and I understand that. And I'm not here to tell people how to live and stuff like that, even though I'm trying to tell you how to change. But what I mean is, like, don't cry for the death. Analyze it and try to be learn from them and be like, what mistakes do they do? Am I doing the same? And how I cor- can correct them? So whenever I say exercise, eat well, uh, don't watch TV, it's not because I'm better than you or I've, I'm trying to lecture you guys. It's because I care. I just want my girlfriend, my family, myself to be here for my son for a long, long time. And if I just if it hurts you every time I say eat better and exercise it's just your body is your temple yeah and that's it so if by me going off on that person while they were down and instead of saying oh everything's going to be fine i told my friend what i did and he's like you know what you actually did the right thing and i know some people are going to think that i'm a dick and i'm such a mean person and you know what i was brought up with no family i was brought up with 
a lot of issues. And yeah, I need to change. I need to be more, uh, more caring and more stuff. Like uh, sometimes my son wants to be really close to me and I feel awkward. There's some mental health issues that I always tell you guys that I have. But, you know, I only have my core uh, family and I may not cry if my grandpa dies, which I actually don't have grandpas. And may, I may not cry if my dad passes away. But guess what? If something happens to my niece, my nephew, my brother, uh, my girlfriend, my son, it's going to affect me probably five times more than it's going to affect you. So I understand that. And I know my health issues. I know my mental issues. I know my anxiety issues. And I'm trying to change because I want to be a better person, not for you guys, but for my son because he needs me. I think it's 100% agree uh, with what you just laid out. I think that the thing with us because we both have that because both of our dads weren't around when we were younger i think that it's much more pronounced for us that feeling of lost like and that potential danger of not being there for our kids uh and yeah i I totally agree with your friend like i think ultimately you know that pressure that advice um it comes from a good place uh, and ultimately, if all of us on this planet aren't trying to be a little bit better, um, trying to push ourselves a little bit, then, you know, then what are we doing? Why are we here? So, yeah, I agree. And by the way, it's just me ramping up because unfortunately, sometimes somebody has to tell the truth and you may not think it's the truth. You may think that I should have just told my friend everything's going to be OK and cry on my shoulder. But nah. Anyways, talk about sports. <laughs> <laughs> so Jose, you you wanted to talk about sports. You brought this up as like a as like a pre podcast like topic that we should cover. So um yeah. So wh- how how do you want to do this? How do you how do you want to talk about it? No, because it, it's uh sports are back like out of nowhere. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. I thought baseball was back last week, but I guess it's not. It was opening day a couple of days ago, and everybody was like talking about how baseball is back and and basketball is back and then i just read an article about how indy may go automated and and like and then i always forget how you are such a sports guy because you know i always think of you as a gamer and you know uh which you know an amazing thing too i still it still blows my mind how many gamer friends i have how my family and friends are full of gamers. My nephew, uh, my uh, younger nephew, who I think he's my second son or my first son because he's older. You, my good friend. I have another good friend that is big, high up in, in the gaming industry. And I didn't know he was there until later on and blah, blah, blah. And so many people I know are gamers. You know, it's it's an amazing thing. I always say that gaming, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's actually an amazing thing. But I always forget how you were such a sports fan too. And I knew about soccer being back because I'm a Barcelona fan and everything, but I was just listening to the Dodgers yesterday and how like they're going through the same things, you know, it's still a job and they still had to go to work, even though some people are getting and how there's nobody in the stands and baseball is back and basketball is back. And uh, did you guys like finish the Premier League? How is that going? So the, so the Premier League 
finishes so we're recording this on a saturday night right so it finishes tomorrow um premier league's been back for about three four weeks uh but it's been amazing man like i i i have basically <laughs> whenever i talk to my brother we constantly talk about football primarily because we've got a dream team league with me my uh, brother-in-law my father-in-law and random football friends that we've got and basically it's like any fantasy league right where you choose players and then basically it's how they perform in the season determines how, how well you do in the league um and yeah, it's it's something that was probably one thing that I didn't realize I would miss as much as I did during the whole lockdown stuff and during there being no sports was just like lack of football being on all the time, lack of Formula One being on all the time or, or any motorsport. Um, and like my big love, uh, British the British Touring Car Championship, which is basically like, you know, side panel to side panel, door bashing, like motor racing, uh has still not come back which is a bit sad um but like formula one's back and it's great it's been brilliant they're on their third round since they've come back or fourth round even they're in i don't know where they are next actually they might even be in britain in, in, in a week's time which is amazing um and i think it's you know we all need some kind of escapism at the moment and sport is the perfect thing for that but i think it's it's kind of an ironic thing because obviously it's not the sport that we 100% know and love, right? Because that's the crowds. The crowds are very much part of it. Um, and watching football or soccer without any crowds has been, you know, really bizarre. Um, and, uh, you know, my, my local team, Southampton, like, I'm absolutely gutted that I won't be able to see them with my brother probably for a while. But I'm massively glad that they're back playing football and you know, we've, we've got something to watch on TV or listen to on the radio. It's amazing. How does the season uh, goes around? Because, I mean, I kind of know the season, but because everything that has happened mm. uh, in a normal <laughs> world, when does the season start and finishes? And now, uh, how does that going to happen? So usually it would be August to essentially May. Um, but with this things the premier league finishes tomorrow and then it goes on to the champions league uh and i think the champions league is going to end the beginning of august like two weeks of first two weeks of august and then everything starts again in september <laughs> so it's like they're going from you know uh, a two week or, or two months off uh to like having like literally a few weeks um but what's really interesting so, is that like so so football is only off for two months yeah 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 wow yeah. no wonder they're so in shape because so much that's <laughs> that's 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 nothing here in la i mean here in, in the united states major sports because unfortunately they don't consider soccer football a major sport yeah. right they get like six months you know that's a lot of rest you guys only yeah. get two fuck well, the thing is, if you're like, so if you're involved in cup competitions or you're still doing stuff in Europe, which is obviously, you know, like the creme de la creme, the top teams, um, they'll stop in like, let's say May. But some of them, if you're in the Champions League final, for example, like that was basically June last year. And then I'd start again in August, which is crazy. Um, but I mean, what's really fascinating to me is that like, um, so I used to play uh, Sunday league football. Um, which is like basically not a good standard at all. But my brother played a pretty good standard. Um, and basically 
any league underneath uh, League Two, as soon as the, the COVID stuff hit, like they basically said, right, guys, it's all written off this season. Forget about it. Um, so those guys have not played any competitive sport. They haven't even really been able to train for like, you know, however long this has been going on, what, like four months? Um, and they're having to come back and play like in August or September. Um, you know, it's going to be mental. It's going to be crazy when those guys have to go back and play. Um, but there's other sides to it as well uh, that I was reading. So like, obviously, you know, they, they sign like, multi-million pound deals on like shirt sponsorships and shirt sponsorships run from like you know a season time where they've had to extend those there's some players who traditionally contracts only go until the end of june or the end of july some players have basically had their contracts extended to like play like an additional month (laughs) like it's just insane um so yeah i it's it's amazing to be back uh but it's also kind of for me, I, I mean, I read about sports and I listen to football podcasts and I basically it's it's my escape um, from from all the real world news and stuff because sport is. Does your team still uh, do they also put those fake uh... <laughs> the placards? Yeah, yeah. The, the couple cards in the stands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's been some great ones, though. Uh, what was it? Uh, there was a team. I think it was Leeds. So it was Leeds United. So they've just got promoted from the championship. Um, but basically they had uh, one of their fans decided to do something funny um, and basically had, who was it? I think it was like, it was like a bunch of politicians, basically. Um, and a rival team bought a um, like one of their star players uh, uh, and basically someone that, that left their team and went to a rival. Um, they bought like five of those and like basically scattered them around and it took the club like four games before they realized that somebody did this, um, which is quite cool. Um, so people haven't just been like uploading, uploading their own faces and stuff and putting them on there, but they're also kind of like griefing other teams by, by putting, uh, you know, rival Uh, players on there and stuff like that. I was, uh, watching Barcelona play and then. Uh, my girlfriend passes by and she's like, Oh, look at those people. I'm like, no, that's just fake. And she's like, no, there's people. I'm like, no. She's like, but I could listen to them. No, that's a track. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was it? There was another one as well. There was a there was a Korean football team uh, because they've started playing again, and basically their sponsors or well, something within their district, like they had the one of the world's largest sex doll manufacturers <laughs> was within their thing, and they were like, not enough people have bought these placards, so they just put loads of sex dolls basically in other positions. <laughs> Um, so that they thought that it would help the team, uh, or at least distract the opposition. Like I don't know. Um, but yeah, and it kind of sucks because um, I was going to. So I have a cousin in uh, uh, in Spain, and he actually yeah. uh, works for Celta, uh, which is a uh, Spanish. Um, and then Barcelona was going to go play them, and I was thinking of going uh, and use my mouse and going there because it's like all you need to do is get here i'll get your ticket and then you could sleep with me and then not with him but uh and, and then <laughs> and uh, uh you know create uh little southern babies uh pam um anyways and then it's, i couldn't go but my other um uh, because i started going to see how that would happen and then by using my mouse it was going to take me like a day and a half of travel yeah. And I was like, that's too much. But if I went to England, 
it was going to be like 17 hours or something like that. I forgot. It was going to be super short compared to going to Spain because where yeah. he lives, I would have to go uh, from here to New York, New York to uh, um, Madrid. And then from Madrid, I needed to take another plane or a, uh, you know, ride a train or something like that. So it was going to take me like a day and a half. Like it literally said, you know, travel time, like 38 hours. But if yeah. I went to England, it was going to be like 16 hours total. And uh, the best was because I thought Barcelona, well, which still could happen that Barcelona could play Liverpool. And then yeah. I was like, oh, that would be perfect because then I could go and say hi to Andy, could stay with him and we could go see Barcelona. But it's not going to happen anyways. <laughs> Dude, getting tickets, that would be a nightmare. Well, <laughs> getting tickets for that now would be especially a nightmare, but it would have been like <laughs> before anyway. Well, but, but I know you have uh, your marketing skills, and I'm pretty sure you can, true. you know, you could use any. But the best I think for us parents has for me is that to see my son enjoying, you know, watching football now because every time he knows the goal, and uh, <laughs> I got him a jersey a long time ago, and it, it's Messi's, right? So. Yeah. Uh, I think you saw my son when he had long hair, like super long hair. We didn't cut his hair for like almost a year. And then uh, his hair was long. And he has that like super, you know, shiny, like laid back hair. So it was incredible. He looked like a rock band member playing guitar. And of course, because my girlfriend and my my sister-in-law, and they're very Latina-like, they were saying how he looked like a girl. Uh, and they wanted to cut his hair. So before, like uh, a couple of weeks ago, after he graduated from uh, kin- from pre-K, they cut his hair, right? And then we were watching uh, Barcelona, and then I noticed how Messi also got a haircut because he had a haircut, and then he shaved, he got a haircut. So I was telling my son, hey, look, you got a haircut, and Messi, which is you because he has the 10, Got a haircut, yeah. so he kind of connected that too. And by the way, they both had this haircut that they look like uh, lesbians. So it was <laughs> the funniest thing because I was making fun of it. You know, like I make fun of my sister and my girlfriend because they were like, "You didn't want to have my son look like a girl, and now he looks like a lesbian." So <laughs> sucks on you. Uh, I don't care. I'm, I love the you know long haircut and stuff like that. Long yeah. hair was amazing, but. To see my son enjoy the games with me, and now he, you know, who Messi, he knows who Messi is, who Suarez is, who uh, plays. He likes the, um, he likes Ter Stegen, and I was telling you how like your boy in Barcelona is really good, and I think yeah. just having that connection with your son now is m- more incredible. And I think to see football and listen to the games, and for him to be older and to experience that with him while everything is happening. It's another joyful thing to do indoors. Yeah, definitely. I, I think um, like I, I can't wait for that to happen, man. Like I really, really hope my son's into that stuff. I mean, I think the cl- closest that we've got is like so. I, if you come to our house on a Sunday, like there will be motorsport on um, somewhere. There will be someone will be streaming something, or there'll be something going on. Um, like watching GP3, GP2 races, British Touring Cars, like WTCR, you know, TCC, whatever. Um, well, and I talked about on the podcast before how we used to watch like um, remote control car racing as well, which is way more interesting than you think it would be. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> the closest thing that I could get my son to watch is like, like 
basically we we got on the book called busy bear and it's like busy bear goes racing or something yeah and it's great because there's like a pull out with like counting down one two three go and the lights go from red to green and whatever so he he knows that whole process and like i can get him to count down a race start and then he'll go ready steady go and then they go and then as soon as they go and they're off he's like right okay cool i want to watch anything else like anything else like blippy or let's go play or let's do whatever so uh, there's even been times where like during his like emergency vehicle phase or like when he was obsessed with garbage trucks where like i put motor racing on and he'd go no daddy no racing cars i want to watch garbage trucks (laughs) and then that's what we did uh and that's how bad it is right they're not even called garbage trucks in the uk they're called like rubbish trucks or rubbish vans or i don't know i don't even know what the hell they're called um but yeah so i'm hoping that he can adopt the sport a little bit football's like if your son can watch football and enjoy football at this age that's amazing because i remember even when i was a kid like it took me until the age of like probably about 12 or, or 13 or 14 before really? i got it yeah yeah and don't even get me started on cricket like cricket i didn't even get into until i was like drinking age easy peasy um oh yeah. i mean i mean even though they kind of sponsored this Ah, you know cricket. Eh. I don't even consider <laughs> that a sport. Yeah, baseball's a sport. Cricket's a sport. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the same thing. It's no difference. It's totally the same thing. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> I think I made it, you know, I kind of made him the star because... I told him he was messy and then he cut his hair and now he understands goal and you know because um there's people in there that have funny haircuts and he likes as long as the tv's on he's like oh yes tv please so you know he's one of those things but uh, it's a special moment for him and i but hey how does that happen in the indies going automated i don't really get it i so i saw the headline of it i don't really understand it like i really really don't um I think what they're trying to do is that they couldn't get their like their esports series series did really well, um, like their virtual racing stuff. And I think they're just trying to figure out other ways they can kind of keep it all going. I mean, what I notice with indie, so Formula One, the interest in Formula One is high all year round, um, whereas in indie, from what I can tell from an international audience perspective, it isn't right. Like for um, for IndyCar racing, it's only really the Indy 500 that makes massive headlines worldwide, um, whereas everything else is kind of, you know, a, a little bit more understated. So I think that's why they're trying to think of new ideas. They're just trying to increase that audience as much as they can. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've, I've got no insight on that one, unfortunately, man, but I'm definitely going to read up for it for the uh, next podcast. So who's going to win the, the Premier League? Uh, would be Liverpool have already won it uh, by like they're like twenty points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Uh, yeah. Um, so it's back to back. Back to back. No one was near them. Uh, they'll be. We could have a future dynasty on their hands. They might win it for the next three seasons, four seasons. They're Get out. Incredible. Wow. Um, I think the biggest thing that's still to play for this season. So we've still got the FA Cup. It's unknown who's going to win that really. Uh, but Champions League how that's going to shake out. Um, so I think Liverpool pretty much is a shoe in for that as well. I can't see anyone beating Liverpool in the Champions League at the moment. They're just playing absolutely amazing. I Who think PSG is still in it. Barcelona is still in it. 
What's that story, man? Who uh, who won it last year? Uh, so it was Liverpool last year. It was Liverpool versus Tottenham in the final last year. That's right. And then Liverpool won it. So how's uh, yeah. your team? Is this, is it going to stay in the Premier League? <laughs> <laughs> we stayed in the Premier League, mate. We beat uh, Man City, who are second. Get the uh, fuck out, really? Uh, like a couple of weeks ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like legit. We're a legit good team. Uh, we're currently twelfth. Um, no wonder yeah. you're on top of the world. Yes, exactly. we won. Let's go to the playground and don't wear a mask. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> it's not going to get any better than this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> go out on a high. What's up, guys? Jose de la Roca here, and I'm happy to announce that I have partnered up with Live Bearded to share with you all the amazing products that make my beard feel and look this good. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la Roca to get 10% off your order. Go check those guys out because they're amazing bearded guys just like I am and they only have one mission for the beer men to look, feel and be their best. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la roca to get 10% off your order that is de la roca d-e-l-a-r-o-c-a ah this leaving high too and we we're going to talk about marketing but let's sum it up and say support this podcast please because we need your help now that we have a bigger studio we need your help more than ever and the way you can support the podcast is by buying my book Or just send me an email, hello at josedelarroca.com, hello at josedelarroca.com. We could do sponsor shoutouts for $5, sponsor shoutouts for $5. And before we go and talk about shoutouts, Andy, do you have any shoutouts? Uh, yes. Shout out to, uh, to Joe, Mr. Joe Robinson, who's been on this podcast before. Uh, he's in the throes of having a second kid. Um, he's amazing. Uh, him and his wife are playing Star Wars The Old Republic at the moment. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, shout out to them because uh, I've been playing that game for absolutely years and everyone used to make fun of me playing it. And now it's on Steam. Everyone wants to play it. So that's awesome. Um, shout out to my wife. Uh, shout out to my family, friends. Uh, and shout out to you for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Like Jose said, thank you for all the support. And if you don't have the income to buy my $3 ebook or send us some $5 for a shout-out, you could do things to help us out, like repost this podcast, like go subscribe to my YouTube channel, and like follow Andy on his Twitter account, which is... Uh, at Gaming Goodness, which is G-A-M-I-N-G-G-O-O-D-N-E-S-S. That's at Gaming Goodness. So there you are, guys. If you guys want to support this podcast, send me an email, hello at josedelarroca.com. It's also my PayPal, ho uh, hello at josedelarroca.com. And if you want a shout-out, it'll be $5, or you could buy my ebook. It's only three, available on Amazon and iBooks. All right, guys. Until next time, my name is Jose, Jose de la Roca. You can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Jose de la Roca. Before I go, I want to say a shout-out to all of you that listen. Shout-out to Andy. Because he's cool like that. And he's wearing his Andy shirt because he's Andy. And you know, Andy has to wear Andy because it's all about Andy and Andy here and Andy there and Andy everywhere. <laughs>